No Things Considered, Channel Q. All right, here we go. Oh my God, I'm already spilling all over the damn place. Uh Uh-oh. This is No Things Considered. I'm Allie. I have spilled a small amount of water on the recording table already. Uh, It's one of the reasons they tell you not to have liquids in a radio studio where there's all kinds of cords everywhere. Um, I'm here. I'm queer. I'm here with... uh, Clayton Ferris, our resident bisexual in residence for Bi Day Friday. Welcome back, Clayton. Thank you. You're still here. You're still uh, getting your parking validated. I'm still you here. Haven't left yet. Still partially queer. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting used to it. You are. You are getting <laughs> used to it. We are a liar. We have a star-studded show. No, it's not just Clayton Ferris. No, there's that is more. Walking through these doors today, we have a, a, a star-studded show. We have several people joining us. Um. Trayvon Free is a, a, a hilarious writer. He was on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart and later with Trevor Noah. He was on a, uh, he was with Samantha Bee for a while. He does he produces shows on HBO. He's a, a, a wonderful man, very talented, and he is an out and proud bisexual man. So yes! he will be joining us uh, around one o'clock today. We will have all kinds of questions to ask him, and uh, I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait to meet him. And if you have any questions, it's Friday by day open forum all show long. So if you have questions for Trayvon or Clayton or me or whoever, just give us a call, 833-77-CALL-Q. That is our brand spanking new phone number. Please use it. Put it to good use. They tried to justify getting a phone line in here, so let's let's, let's not use make them, it. Yeah, let's not make them regret it. Okay? Yeah. Well, it, there's that old thing now though where people are scared of the phone. Like when someone calls you, you're like, oh gosh, why are they calling? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I now have one of those apps that says that it's a scammer, and mm-hmm. I, I and I now have learned not to pick it up. But I used to because I, I think that when you're in the entertainment industry, you feel like every phone call is like is your some, next big job. Is the next yeah. It's like some person who's like, hi, I'm the head of NBC. I just we, listen we to want- you. You for a three-picture deal at I, Sony. I want you at the center. I want you on the marquee. For I want the next you on the marquee years. of our new musical. Yeah. Speaking of musicals, you mm. and I both had a very musical-filled week. We did. Uh, and I, sometimes that would go without saying, but it was an especially gay week for both of us. I saw Hello Dolly this week because it was a birthday present from my wife. One of the gayest birthday presents I can ever receive, and I am so happy I got to see the show. And you saw saw live and in person the live performance of Rent. Yes, I saw the dress rehearsal pre-record that ended up being what everyone in America saw okay. on television. So how did you get it? How did you get with? How did you do that? Okay, well, I mean, it wasn't like I thought. It, someone was like, "Do you want to go see Rent?" And I thought it was like, "Oh, cool. We'll have tickets. We'll just go in." But it was basically like going to a taping of a show. And if you've never been to a taping of a show, it's a long line. Line. It's a long full day. It's a lot of weird people. A lot of line. weird people. I mean, I know, I know from Price is Right. Right. That crowd was it. That kind of crowd. It wasn't it was that. Cr- more- it was actually like mainly like people that really love Rent and really love musical musicals in general so as we're in line they we we finally start getting let in and they're like are you guys huge fans of the show are you guys gonna sing every word and do you guys are you guys obsessed with it and like the people i were with were like yes and i was like hold on i know that this is a trick yeah (laughs) so you're trying to trick you're trying to trick us into standing or going to the section that no one wants to be in by selling it 
to us. But what, they want you, like I know from The Price is Right, they're like, are you going to be clapping all the time? Like it's so exhausting. The exactly. The fact that they're ra- ramping you up on a constant basis that by the time the show actually starts, you're exhausted and they're like, keep clapping, keep going. Exactly. But why would they do that for a musical? That's one of the things I thought was weird about watching it was that everyone was like screaming and cheering like it was well, a concert. So that was the thing is they had us in the pit section, which was wherever all you saw was people's hands up coming up randomly. Those were my hands and some of my friends hands so, so what was it like being up down there I mean it, it was honestly really cool because I'm a huge rent fan I have been since it first came out it's kind of what got me into being a performer in general oh I thought you're gonna say into being a gay it gets what got me into being no I mean it is it helped me kind of discover my sexuality early and like there's so many different like identified people in that musical that there's someone that everyone can relate to you know mm-hmm so for me, I've seen Rent many, many times. So to me, it was like the penultimate thing. Like, okay, let's see it for this live thing on television. I was like, hell yeah, I want to be there. So was it a huge disappointment? No, honestly, it was good. And so all that happened, they ran it like the normal show. There were, you know. They ran co- the whole thing. They ran the whole thing. There so was, you didn't have to watch all those commercials. No, but we did have to, like, you know, they we paused for the commercials. And then every break, they would come back like five, four three, two, and then it would start up again. And you'd have to be like, Woo! So we'd be like, wow! Yeah, and they would tell us when we needed to be extra excited and like that type of thing. But then the last break, it ended up being like a 30-minute break, and I was like, something's wrong here. Oh. And that's when the executive producer came on stage, and he's like, okay, the guy playing uh, Roger, and he just said he rolled his ankle. But it turns out he broke his ankle. Were you, so was he on stage when he broke his ankle? He was no. He had run off stage, and during like a quick kind of costume change, scene change moment, that's when he broke his ankle. Oh, that's a bummer. So no one saw it, but we that's did like see one of, the, one of those stories. It's like, how would you hurt your ankle? And you're like, oh man, I was doing this really cool skateboarding trick. Or right. You're like, no, I was just running off stage. Yeah. It's not a very good story. So they like kind of walked him out, like limping, and he finished the set. He finished the show. Because I wasn't sure when I saw the beginning of the Rent Live performance. It was. I actually didn't start at the very beginning. I just I, I turned it on late, and it was one song, Glory. Right. And he was walking and limpy. Very. He was like walking very sickly and injury. And I was like, Oh, he's on. And he, even but, though he hurt himself, but that wasn't his performance. That, I was like, Okay, no, it's just his acting. That he was, was his all limpy acting. Yes. In general. Yeah. Got it. So you actually enjoyed the performance. I so our comment afterwards cuz of course we went and had dinner after with like all these musical theater people and kind of like unpacked it and the general note was like it wasn't bad it felt like people were saving their voices and saving their full performance for the you know big day which so is that's which, why Angel was sh- crappy i think so Uh, i just don't know i love valentina from rupaul's drag race but i don't i mean here's the thing being a musical theater actor is intense it requires this extra kind of spark that a lot of people don't have and it's not a personal thing it's just like live performance in that capacity is not for every actor no and that's what i noticed is i could handpick the two two to three people that I thought were fantastic yeah. and I looked all of them up and the three people that I picked out were the people that had been on Broadway and, and ha- knew their knew their stuff. Yeah, and they you have the musical I mean? theater it's credits. It's like Vanessa Hudgens is a great actress. I mean, well, I don't know if I'd go that far, but she's like, she's a good vocalist. She can act on Disney shows or whatever. 
but she's missing that something that you have when you're actually in a in a musical on stage. I mean, there that 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 thing that you're talking about yeah. is, was not present through most of it. And then there was like little shots of it, little pockets of it that you're like, oh yeah, oh uh, this is what it's supposed to be. But I really feel like they got cheated by not getting the opportunity to do it live, like to do the actual performance, because we'll never know what the performance actually was going to be. So you think that they're actually going to redo it? No, I mean I think they're moving on. A, They've a rent already remount. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I don't think they're going to redo it. I mean, but it'd be kind of nice to give them the, the chance to do it over again since it's kind of a laughing So the guy who played the original Roger was there. Adam Pascal was there. He came in at the end for the finale. He should have done the he damn show. He should have stepped in because that would have been the spirit of theater. Like the show, like they yeah. kind of like all well, these. The fact new- that they had no understudy. Yeah. And the ex- where were the understudies? Where the hell are they? These, 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 uh, these TV musicals are supposed to kind of like reintroduce people to theater. And so part of the spirit of theater is show must go on, you know, like keep right. moving, keep doing it. And like they didn't do that. No. And it made me think that it was like, um, Actually, instead, we're gonna we're gonna actually give you this performance, and it's like, were you just gonna give me that performance anyway? Was this f- ever going to be live? The fact that none of them have understudies was shocking to me. Yeah, that's not how things work. All right, well, we we're running late. We are already running late. We have to take a break. This is very interesting. I'm I'm fascinated that you actually went to the show and saw it live because I'm I'm gonna imagine being there in 3D was different than seeing it on TV because on TV is super disappointing. But um, we have to take a break. We have. A lot of stuff to get to. Trayvon Free is coming in. We also are interviewing uh, 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 this little kid. He's 10 years old. He has proven once and for all through a science project that Tom Brady is, in fact, a cheater. So we're going to talk to him leading up to the big game on Sunday. We're going to tell you how to make Disney even gayer now that they're having their very first LGBT pride event and much, much more after all this. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered, Channel Q. All right, so much exciting gay news happening this week. Actually, breaking this morning, and, I mean, yesterday, <laughs> the L Word. They announced that the L Word is coming back. I heard. It's Are- a reboot. Every lesbian is... Is it original cast? Is up in vests. Huh? Is it the original cast? There's a, there's enough of the original cast to make it worth watching. Wow. Like, the, like Jennifer Beals is in. Yes. Uh, Shane is in. Carmen is in. I have and, no uh, idea what that means. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. You don't have to. There's like all the main, like Laisha Haley. It's it's like the four best characters that were on it are going to be on it. Exciting. So, yeah. And I, I think it's a great opportunity to bring some of the dead characters back. I mean, Dana's death was a very hard thing for all of us. It was, a, I mean, it's an episode that people still talk about. And I think, hey, why the hell not? Reboot the reboot this show and reboot the characters. Um, but the other exciting gay news is that... And we just learned about this this morning. Disney, they've slowly been embracing the LGBTQ community. They've been dipping their little toesies in the water for a while. They have. They put out some gay character. They they said that they were going to uh, release their first openly gay character in Beauty and the Beast. Remember yeah. that? LeBou the, was like kind of kind of gay. In the live action Beauty and the Beast. Yep. But then when you saw it, like not, he just yeah, like was not. winked at yeah, someone. Yeah, he was just like lingering, looked at at Gaston, and yeah. was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is the same as it was. This right. is how, what the cartoon was like, also. Um, so they're kind of embracing okay, it. baby steps. Yeah, it's baby steps. But now they have announced that they are hosting their first ever LGBTQ Pride Parade, and gays and Disney have been dominating the parade route for a long time. They both do it very well. <clears throat> yes. So the fact that they're combining forces is really exciting 
I mean, most of the people I know, people that work in the parade and dance in the parade, guess what? All gay. gay. So gay. So gay. Everyone, I mean, the the gays that I know are are Disney lovers. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm an out and proud Disney lover. I love Disney too. It's amazing. I uh, we we drafted people that we th- we did a gay pool. We drafted people that we think are going to cu- come out in 2019. Oh. And we had to, um, and not just gay, but come out as anything but not straight. Sure. Right. And we had to draft fictional characters too. My fictional character was Jafar mm. because I feel like Jafar. He's so gay. He's Even gay. though he really wants, like, Jasmine as his sex slave, I think that's kind of like, I think Jasmine's really just the beard. Exactly. And I think that he's, um, I think he's he just a little needs, light on the loafers. He just wants to have, like, the prettiest beard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so pretty already. To but. braid his beard. So they are sponsoring, <laughs> he just wants a beard to braid his beard. Right. Just beard braiding. That's what he thinks gay sex is. Right. Um, poor, Dis- thing. poor thing. <laughs> poor, poor guy. He'll figure it out. Um, Disney will be sponsoring its very own LGBTQ diversity parade complete with photo opportunities and musical performances the magical pride as they're calling it will take place on june 1st 2019 at disneyland paris what not yeah. here i mean Damn not it. at disneyland california not disneyland gay state <laughs> come on guys that's really frustrating now i have to go to france so they're they're doing this and they also are announcing that they are going to uh unleash another gay character <laughs> Uh oh. Look forward to this on Disney's live action film Jungle Cruise. It will feature an openly gay character. <laughs> I didn't even know that the live action film of Jungle Cruise was coming out. Well, just the Jungle Cruise, that just sounds gay. Well, have you ever done the Jungle Cruise? At oh, Disneyland? yeah. That is one of my favorite things because I love the horrible jokes and I, I think that they could really gay that up, no problem. No I, problem. I'm really excited about this. Um, but they, a lot of people think that the real reason they're doing this is because doing gay days, like for sports and whatever, is very profitable. So could be, I don't know. I know that Disney isn't usually associated with being money hungry, but they this might be, be doing the, it from the money. I think it's awesome, actually. I think when you go to Disney, whether it's gay or not, it feels gay. So like, just embrace it, Disney, and yeah. invite the gays. Yeah, let us in. We're here for you. So my thing is, now that Disney <clears throat> is embracing the gay, why don't we help them out a little bit? Some of these Disney movies... They're they're already plenty gay, but maybe we could gay it up a little bit more. So we're asking you, we'll do this too, but I want you to send in your submissions, how to make a Disney movie gay. For example, uh, oh man, where's my... (sighs) For example, the bareback of Notre Dame. The bareback of Notre Dame. Uh, If you want to do Pirates of the Caribbean, you can just put a butt in front of that. Sure. Uh, She could do something like Escape to Twink Mountain. (laughs) <laughs> Which would be... The love a, butt? The love butt. Pete, uh, Pete's drag queen. Oh, Pete's drag queen. I like that That's a one. good one. Uh, downward bound. <laughs> one, one of my favorites is otters in the outfield. Oh, that's a good one. There's some that are already pretty gay, like the fox and the hound. Gay. Wreck-It Ralph. Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> that's gay. <laughs> Doc McStuffins. Yeah. Pretty gay. Holes. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Honey, we can't have kids. <laughs> oh, I was trying to Disneyfy. I was trying to gayify that one. I couldn't. Yeah. 
uh, oh, Gus Pocus. <laughs> oh, Gus Pocus. <laughs> uh, that darn cat. And that one also, and that one, and that one, and, and that, that one. That darn cat. That darn cat. Uh, Brother Bear is a Disney movie that just seems gay. Yeah, Brother Bear. Brother Bear. Uh, uh, the Mighty Ducks, if you just replace that U with an I. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davy Crockett. I'm like the you... Muddy Ducks. Wait, what? <laughs> if you take, you know, the U and I'll then the I with the, yeah. Uh, so if you have them. Please send them our way. You can call us with them, 833-77-CALL-Q. You can tweet them at us, at NTC Show, on Twitter, uh, on Instagram. Well, why would you do that on Instagram? That's stupid. Just do it on Twitter, at NTC Show. Or you can do it on uh, Channel Q's Twitter, at We Are Channel Q. Make a Disney movie gay. We challenge you. Let's get this trending hashtag now that Disney has uh, embraced the queer. Let's help them out a little bit and make their movies gayer than ever. So send them our way. Uh, we we have to take a break because I think that Ace Davis is calling in. And Ace Davis is um, this little 10-year-old had, that has made national news all week long because he has proven once and for all that Tom Brady is a cheater. A lot of you are excited about the game on Sunday. Some of you are going, oh, Tom Brady, I don't want to see him in another game again. Other people are going, what sports? But still. <laughs> I'm kind of going, what? Well, I'm like, what game? Oh, yes, the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. I keep forgetting. Yes, and we cannot say that word. The SB word? Yeah. Because they can sue us because oh. they own the word. It's okay. So we can say the big game. We have to say the big game. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this little kid, Ace Davis, is making history. He said he's proven that Tom Brady's a cheater. Who knows where this is going to go next? Maybe the, the Supreme Court. We'll find out when we break it all down with him. Uh, I think he's calling now. So let's take a break, and uh, and we'll get this all ready when we come back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered, Channel Q. Ooh. Some good uh, Make a Disney Movie gays are coming in. We have two Laddins. Two Laddins. Instead of Aladdin, multiple Laddins. <laughs> lady and the Lady. I like it. Very exciting. Uh, we'll keep them coming. We have uh, all show long, we'll be taking those. So please tweet them at us. You can call us with them if you want. I know it's scary. You can tweet them if it makes you feel better. Just use your thumbs at NTC Show. We have, uh, I'm, I'm told we have Ace on the line now. And this is um, very exciting because I want to break down how this science project works. Basically, what happened is this 10 year old boy, Ace Davis, he made a science project. He debuted it at a science fair, you know, the little poster board and everything. It was adorable. <laughs> and he proved once and for all that Tom Brady's a cheater. I think it had something to do with the deflated balls. I don't know if you're aware of any of that, Clayton. I know that people think he's a cheater. I don't know about deflated balls. Okay. All right. Okay. It's good to, <laughs> it's good to see where you're at on that. Um, but I want to talk to him about, you know, how this project worked, what he's going to do next, whether he's going to go to the big game. So do we have him on the phone now? Uh, is this... Oh, this is his dad. Uh, what's his name? Chris? This is Dad Chris. Chris? Well, you're enjoying that song that played a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yeah? In the dining room dancing. Is Ace there? Yeah, he's here, playing with a Rubik's Cube he just got in the mail. Say hi, Ace. Hello. Hi, Ace. How you doing? Good. Good. I'm excited to talk to you. Excited to talk to you. How long does it take you to figure out that Rubik's Cube? Ten minutes? I don't really solve it. I just, I just downloaded something on my phone, and it tells me how to do it. <laughs> You know, someone consider that cheating. <laughs> oh, touche. Everybody learns how to do a Rubik's Cube offline. 
No one has ever figured it out for themselves. The big game is coming up on Sunday, and wouldn't you know it, Tom Brady is going to be there. He's been there more times than we can count, though some people are not very happy about it, including one 10-year-old boy who has proven something that other responsible adults could not, and that is that Tom Brady is, in fact, a proven cheater. And Ace Davis is on with us now. And he is going to tell us all about his science project that proved once and for all that Tom Brady is a lying, cheaty cheater. What made you choose this as your project? My dad just wanted to do something fun for me. Oh, okay. So this was your dad's idea. Yeah. Did you, what, tell me all about this project. What were the ins and outs of it? How did it work? So we took three different balls, one five pound, one seven pound, one main pound. I figured out that the five pound you could throw farther, catch easier, and hit a target easier. I could feel a difference with the five pound ball and the nine pound ball. Okay, so a nine pound ball is what everyone's supposed to be playing with, right? But under the deflated ball scandal that happened, it was supposed to be a five pound ball? The regular ball is supposed to be nine pounds. Cool. And the Patriots might have used the seven-pound ball or the five-pound ball. A deflated ball would travel further, is that right? Yes, sir. And you were able to prove that. So, by rote, then Tom Brady is a cheater. Well, it doesn't take a scientist to know that. (laughs) How was this received among your class? Are you now a, a little celebrity amongst your peers? Yeah, I already got myself as my background. Wait, you have yourself as your background? On my computer. (laughs) So that's how you're celebrating, by putting your own picture as your background? Yep. Okay, all right, I support that. Are there other kids in school that are giving you a little more more clout, a little more attention now that you've made the news? This is a big story. It's been national news all week long. Yep. I mean, it's just great. So you're missing school for this? Yep. Wow. And it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think missing school is pretty... I kind of do miss some of my friends. What is your favorite subject in school? Gym and math. Gym and math. So not science. You're not a science guy. I'm not Bill and I the science guy. You know, you're not. But you know what? I will say that Ace Davis, that's a pretty good spy name if you're going to be a spy. Ace Davis the spy. Yeah, Ace Davis the spy. I highly recommend you should take that career path. I think it would go well for you. Uh, I don't know about that. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you hate Tom Brady? I don't hate him. I just like him, so zero. You just want to see him caught. I want him exposed. So what's next? Are you going to take this a little further? Are you going to try and take this through the court system all the way to the Supreme Court? Where, what, what's next for you? District. You're going, to, you're going to go to the court district? Yeah. What Are you going to watch the big game on Sunday? Well, we're going to be doing a watch party on a web, my website. Oh, what is Ace your... Davis. Ace-Davis.com is your website? Yep. Are you telling me you're a 10-year-old boy and you have your own website? Yep. What? <laughs> Please tell me you are the only person in your class that has your own website at 10 years old. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> what is that? You're so polite. What is on your website? It's a bunch of news of me and a little box that if you could do it, you could donate. Oh, okay. So you're ask, you're you're asking for money now. I don't know. And what? Why not? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good reasoning. Why the hell not? Why not ask people for money? What would the money go towards, though, Ace? 
for college. Okay, the Ace Davis College Fund. You're saving up early. Me and my sister. Putting you and your sister through college, all with one science project. That's pretty amazing. If you could say anything to Tom Brady right now, what would it be? Play good, play fair, and look, but lose. And I want to meet you privately. Well, I think that maybe, I mean, you never know. Tom Brady's actually not as busy as he seems. I think he might actually pay you a visit one day. He's harder to get at your house than Donald Trump. <laughs> Tom Brady is? If you got invited to the big game, would you go? Yep. I just want somebody from the Rams to invite me to it. Yeah, that's what I want, too. I, I'm just amazed that you haven't been personally invited to attend the big game. I feel like that's coming. What's your favorite team? What do you? Who do you root for in the stands? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, the Buccaneers. Well, I'm very proud of your UAS, and I think a lot of people agree with you and agree with your science project, proving once and for all that Tom Brady is a, is a cheater. Is there anything else in the science project other than the deflated balls that proved that Tom Brady was a cheater, or was it just the deflated balls? Oh, it's just a deflated ball. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe this big game on Sunday, there'll be something else for you to follow up with, another test for you to do. Probably. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You would take on that challenge, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, Ace. Well, thank you very much for your time. We're very proud of you. You're doing God's work, proving that Tom Brady is, in fact, a lying, dirty cheater. And uh, you want to put the message out to everybody just to play well and play fair. Yes. Except for when it comes to your parents doing your science homework for you. Then go with it. My dad helped me with it. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. It's good to admit it. It's good to just be honest. All right, Ace, we're going to let you go. We'll be rooting for you, and we wish the best of luck to you. Bye. Yes, he is bye. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Oh, yeah. Proving that you can learn from 10-year-olds can learn from animals. We what do is, that throughout the week. What a smart kid. I know, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of kids now think that they can do anything and then they do anything. You That's know, great. They're just like, I can have my own website and I can make national news and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, you can. And well, then that happens. Yeah. I mean, it is that kind of 15 minute thing. Like, it's like, look, this is your time. Get get college paid for. Yeah. Go for it. But then his dad is like, help. I think his dad is like his manager. His dad's right. like, all right, I'm setting this up, setting up a donation button. All right. We got appearances for you. You're pulling you out of school. It's like they've got this whole, they're riding the train while they're on it. It's oh, great. This poor kid now has had a taste of fame. And he's yeah. going to be hooked. Yeah. And then he's going to be like 45 years old in a bar somewhere being right. like, when I was 10. Being like, remember the science fair kid? <laughs> that was me. That was me. It's like the I like turtles kid. I like turtles. I don't like turtles. What is he doing now? <laughs> Where are they now? All right. We're going to, uh, We this is a very short break, but we have a lot to get into during the next hour. Trayvon Free is going to be joining us. Uh, he's a comedian, a fa fantastic writer, hilarious writer. He was on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart and Trevor Noah. He was on uh, with Samantha B. He's done a bunch of great stuff. Um, and oh, and we have a question too right now, uh, all day long, or all show long. It's been by day Friday open forum where you could ask any questions. And we did, do we have a phone call, Justin? Yes, we did have a phone call. We had Brandon from the world's loudest bus. Oh, okay. So we couldn't put him on, on the, on the air because yes. it would have been a hor horrific for everyone's ear holes. Okay. So exactly. what was the question? Um, he wanted to know if Clayton would ever be in a polyamorous relationship. Oh, well, there you go, Clayton. Would you ever be in a polyamorous relationship? 
I actually have uh, talked to my wife about this, and she says, no way. Okay, teach me. Polyamorous is where you are in multiple relations. Like, you could be in multiple loving relationships. Yeah, like, I know a guy who is in a, a married relationship with another man, but um, my friend is bisexual, so he dates women exclusively when he when he's not with his husband mm. and so he'll have women that he dates on a regular basis and he'll i think he even had a girlfriend but it depends on what the what works for the couple yeah i mean i totally support it i'm all about it but whenever i love i love hard and my heart breaks easy so like i don't know if i it's hard to say it'd have to be in the situation yeah because yeah. i get jealous would you be able to love hard with multiple people probably yeah <laughs> i Let's mean be you've honest. Had the, you've, you're okay with a three-way yeah, I'm down with the three-way, but that's usually like one of the people is kind of just like, you know, that there's always in a, third in a wheel. Yeah, in a in a multiple <laughs> person relationship, there's always the you one You don't want to be the threesome third wheel. You don't right? want to be the threesome third wheel. You're not really holding the balls. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're who you who's going to hold the balls? Who's going to hold the balls? All right. I'll do it. I'll God. do it. Uh, yeah, I I mean, so to answer your question, I would I'm open to it. Okay. But well, I'd yeah. like to be in a, you know, just a solo relationship first. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. Not solo, but with one other partner. Just have one that's yeah. solid first. I just think that it depends on how solid your one-on-one -on -one relationship is before you start venturing out. Like, my, my wife and I have been together almost 10 years, so we feel super solid about our relationship. I'm not really a jealous person, I, I don't think. But what if you guys decided to introduce a third person, and your wife and that third person had, like, this special chemistry that like you and your wife don't have like even if it was just something like they they find each other really funny or something wouldn't you be kind of like oh god i don't have that i guess i'm insecure uh yeah i guess that i would want to at least be a part of that in some way right i think that's where the three-way thing comes in exactly. it's like i i'm okay with you having a connection with somebody else or or feeling attracted to somebody else that's i have no problem <clears throat> with that yeah it's almost but easier. i want to be there it's easier sexually to have a three person thing than it is emotionally, emotionally to yeah. me yeah but i have a lot of respect for people who can have multiple relationships with different people i mean it takes a super secure person a very mm -hmm. open person of you know i think a very evolved person to totally. be okay with that so more power to you exactly I think the more the merrier in my opinion uh we have to get to more gay news headlines of the week we have nominees we're going to give you uh we've been giving you them all week and we have to give you a couple more before we announce the official winner do we have time to announce a couple no Yes? All right, one. Let's give you one. Gayest News Headline of the Week nominee. <laughs> Aching knees forces skier to retire. Mm. <laughs> Gay? Who knows? Can we get one more? Gayest News Headline of the Week nominee. Sue's munchery for back wages, <laughs> citing abrupt closure. Anything with the word munchery in munchery. it is gay in my book. I love it. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, I think, I'm not sure if Trayvon has arrived yet. We may have to get to some new stuff before we bring him in, but we have a lot to look forward to in the next hour, so stick around. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. No Things Considered on Channel Q, the new Channel Q, hanging with you all day for Friday by Day, and I am very excited that uh, a guest, our, our star guest of the day has just walked into the room, Trayvon Free. Welcome. 
for uh, welcome to Friday by Day. This is a day dedicated to the bisexual community. So of course, thank you. You are. I mean, I think I heard you say on a um, you were on a friend of mine's podcast. I listened to it on the way here, and you said I don't think I know one other bisexual man in Hollywood. I, I st- I'm still waiting. Wait, Guys. you're you're sitting next to one. Hi, yeah. Clayton. Oh, hey. Clayton, there this go. is actually a blind date. I don't there know if you're aware. <laughs> yes. Uh, just began. Can't uh, avoid it. Yeah. Trayvon Free is, uh, you were a writer on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Yeah. You were on Full Frontal with Samantha B. Hood Adjacent with James Davis. Um, camping on HBO, you were producing on that, yeah. right? So you're doing all kinds of, are you an Emmy Award winner? Do you have an I, Emmy? I have two of those. Where do you keep your Emmys? They are currently sitting on the dresser in the bedroom. Oh, bedroom <laughs> nice. dresser. Because I'm, I'm in between apartments so I don't I don't have a setup so they're just kind of sitting there waiting to be placed in a proper back in like a, a, a under the television it's a good place to have them situation. when you wake up in the morning and you're just like yeah I won yeah. those if you have a yeah. new date over you're like just a reminder just a reminder I'm it is funny how enemies. people are so nervous around them it's very weird like <laughs> yeah. people will come over and They'll want to touch them, but they won't. They'll be afraid to ask. So I just I go, yeah, t- pick it up if you want. And then they're just like, oh my god, I didn't want to ask. But, like, <laughs> but you always want to hold it and take right. a picture of right. it, just just to be. Now you're you're from Compton, right? Yeah. You, you grew up in Compton. You're an out and proud bisexual man. Yes. Uh, straightish out of Compton is one of the perfectly worded descriptors on your Twitter account. <laughs> and um, if you're not already following at Trayvon on Twitter, please do. It's really funny. Um, and being from Compton and realizing. Hey, I like ladies and I like men. I imagine that must have been hard to navigate in that environment. And how did how were you able to, you know, were you able to date during that time? Did you have to be careful about it? How what was that um, like? I mean, during that time, I was still figuring it out. So I didn't really know. Like when I was in like high school, I knew there was something, but I didn't know. I didn't know enough to be like, I'm gonna go experiment. Like I didn't know that I wasn't that sure of myself. Um, that didn't come to college. And then once I got to college, like that's where we all just go crazy. We're like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna go crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna do like this is my chance to I'm be away do from everything home and, and do everything. And uh yeah, you just like you start to have access to things you just didn't have access to and then you start to like figure yourself out and that came in college for me um but in high school was like i knew there was something going on but i had a girlfriend in in high school and like i knew i liked girls i was like well i'm not pretending so at least for now this works yeah yeah you're like this is getting me by (laughs) right right now but you came from a religious family right so you i mean there had to have been a lot of nervousness around coming out to them yeah i mean because they um we're not, I would say as, as a whole, like I've heard, I had heard people express opinions where I was like, oh, this is not a safe space. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, You're like, so, yeah, uh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. I just kind of like did, it was, it's weird how you just know, right? Like even when you, even when you don't, you aren't sure of yourself, you just know, like it's almost like an animal instinct of like, oh, like this is not a good idea to say something about this particular thing because mm. even though I don't have a word for it it feels foreign to this environment enough that I maybe should just work this out on my own it's like that moment where you realize like you don't even know what it means exactly you just know that you are different yeah from the people because around I, you. There, I didn't have a word like I mean you know what gay is when everyone like says gay all the time 
as a catch-all for anything not straight. So when did you officially come out as bisexual? Is that recent? uh, No, that was like when I was like 19. Oh, okay. um, I kind of... That I was like I I knew there was like a word for it and it was like I understood and bisexual was the word that you decided was the what best represented you and what your I mean, yeah at the yeah I mean at the time that was like the best description when I first discovered there was a thing there was a name for it I was like oh that that's that feels like me like that's 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 cool. a great feeling yeah yeah like, oh that's me and um so. It started with just like friends uh, and like slowly working my way out. Yeah, you just kind of had the safe circle and then yeah. expanded from there. And then in college, like, I guess people were finding out, but like not saying anything to me about it, but like no one seemed to care. It was like no one treated me differently. That's so good. That was like, but I found out after the fact that people, that people, some people knew or at least heard that there might be like rumors and nothing changed so I was like all right whatever um but my family that was like right out of college when I did when I told my family so it's been and they were okay with it what year is it 2019 (laughs) uh it's been um probably uh what 33 so almost 10 years yeah all right and you were a lot of people with with bisexual men they have this negative not negative stigma but like a a, i guess a a preconceived notion that being bisexual is just something that they're doing in transition in order to eventually come out as gay right thanks sex in the city once you go by then you'll just go guy is like kind of the mentality but you have it so i think that you have to be extra vocal about being bisexual in that way because you have to be like no i prefer more than just guys and yeah, I, that, like have, for you too Clayton you know it's like you people so assume harder. yeah <laughs> like if you're with a guy everyone just assumes that you're gay right. if you're with a woman everyone just assumes you're straight so right. it's almost like you have to be more outspoken about your sexuality than gay people or straight people do yeah totally and it's so funny because you also get there's so much other stigma and and stereotype that go along with it because like we're the one group of people who has the word sexual in our identity, so it's so tied to sex. Right, right. And like people just think of it as like, oh, you just want to like sleep around with everybody, and you're like just like it's like no, 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 no. But that's not how this works. You also <laughs> kind of have to like not be pressured if you're really interested in exploring your identity. You can't be pressured to just identify as gay if that's not how you feel. Right. Like you have to, you know, honestly face how you feel and and figure, you know, figure that out because people will be like, "Okay, if you like guys, then you're gay." But you're like, "But I also have I also like women. I'm I feel like it's more than that." So right. In your relationship history, are you I want this is for both of you. How is it more females that you've had as girlfriends or more boyfriends that you've had or is it even even split? No, I think for me it's definitely been more women, but that's because like I spent the early part of my like and just because yeah you have yeah. time to make up for it now yeah yeah you got some, yeah, you got some they got a, to they, do. the ladies got a good up. head start <laughs> <laughs> you too Clayton uh, I'd say I'd say maybe fifty I don't know I think I've had more relationships with women but maybe more 
um, sexual experiences <laughs> with men. You can say it. You can say it. Hookups, Tinder hookups. Hookups, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, well, we have, we have to take a break, but I have a lot more questions for okay. you, and I want to find out um, your thoughts on, um, especially with this whole Jesse Smollett thing. There has been more um, updates on it, and uh, so I want to get your thoughts on that and a lot more. Um, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back after this. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered, Channel Q. No Things Considered, Channel Q. Trayvon Free is in with us today, a writer on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, Full Frontal with Samantha B. Hood Adjacent with James Davis, Camping on HBO. The list goes on and on. You have two em- Emmys sitting on your dresser table right now <laughs> as you are waiting to move into a new apartment. Um, you also... I wanted to ask you about, like, I mean, I know we'll pick up where we left off talking about college, and you actually played pr- college basketball, right? Yes. You were pretty high up. I mean, growing up to be 6'7", I think they're just like, you need to play basketball right, now, right? right. <laughs> but uh, when you, do you, like, I know we just talked about knowing no bisexual game or uh, bisexual people in Hollywood. I could imagine in the sports world, it's even more closeted than that. Extremely. I don't think I know. I definitely didn't know any at the time. I've don't. Funny enough, I don't know any who like come out since we are now like so many. If they were like hiding at the time, Um, but there are more athletes post career kind of like coming right. out like doing by the way thing. i was gay the whole time <laughs> um yeah you, like it was it's a very do you feel in the bisexual community that there's a any sense of like because you can swing both ways like is there did you ever feel like what what's the point in coming out no i mean i've i might have gone through that for like a very very short period of time when I was like already in a relationship that I was like enjoying and was like, well, I mean, as long as this is happening, what, like, what do I need to do? What needs to change? Yeah. But I was like 19 or 20 at the time. And once I had my first male relationship, that was when I was like, oh no, this can't be a secret. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way I can go around feeling this way about a person and then hiding it. Like that just doesn't work. Well, and I I just feel like bisexuality is something that, is going to be even more in the public eye this year, especially. I think that more people are going to be coming out as not gay, or it's going to be I'm bi, or I'm pansexual, right. or I am fluid, or whatever. And it's because of people like you and people like Clayton that are coming out, and especially men that are coming out and saying I'm bisexual, or I'm fluid, or whatever. It's going to give other people the the incentive and the strength to feel like they can be in a safe space to do that too. Are, are any of your projects coming up? Like I know, are, do you, or do you feel the need as a writer to create a, like the bisexual experience and to put it out there in front of people to help this movement? Yeah. I mean, I do like with my show that I'm working on developing and other projects that I write, like I try to find ways to like put that into the world to normalize it in a way but there there's so few examples of male sexual fluidity or bisexuality in the media especially like in film and television like even uh like they just announced l words coming back yes and um 
I can't think of a single like bisexual male character or someone who kind of is on the spectrum. It's very difficult. No, it's always like maybe this person is. It's insinuated that they might be, but it's never answered. And I think the hard part is so many women still come out as like bi and fluid. And it's it's not difficult because like society and, and the media movies love bisexual women. Yeah, it's or it's like, joked about, like an yeah. experiment. Or yeah, it's like it's like a thing that's glorified in a way where it's like, ooh, she's a vixen because she can like control men and women, like that kind of thing. Well, but yeah, I I mean, for me personally, in college, I had a very horrible experience with a woman who was bisexual. It was like one of the wor- women I totally fell hard for, and then she cheated on me with a guy, and then she got with a girl, and then she got with a guy, and then she like <laughs> cheated on me again, and then it was like it was a ho- it's such a negative. And now experience. she's married with like twelve kids, and now she's married <laughs> to, a to a man and a woman and a man. No, I'm and, and I was just like, I I had a, I admitted a negative connotation with bisexual women because I was like, well, she just doesn't know what she wants, obviously, right, she, right. Because, because she hurt me and because I was hurt. Right. And it took me a long time to figure out that that's not all women, and she was actually just a person who was not honest about who she was and what she wanted. Right. And it wasn't anything that, like, there are other bisexual people out there that are not like that and are completely honest and open about how, who they are and who they love. So yeah. it took me a while to yeah, get men, over that. Men still have a very difficult time. I get... I get a lot of messages on like Instagram and, and places where people will send me messages and they're like, I'm bi, but I'm not like out because I don't I'm like I'm afraid or I don't know how to like do this or I don't want to tell this person and all the, all those like all those things still. So they reach out to you in private to be like, oh, yeah, I, These get, are my... I get messages from parents who are like my kid just came out as bi and like Aww. I didn't I didn't know like. Uh, it's like because of you and the things you post that have helped me like parent them and like know how to talk to them or like that's all, like amazing yeah, yeah that's great like the, yeah that that stuff's really cool um, but do you also feel like this pressure to be like the guy that everyone goes to <laughs> I mean that I must mean, be kind of frustrating a sometimes little, a little bit it is like it it I do want more people to like just step up into the space especially publicly it's just. I just don't know. I don't know where they are. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, this can't be real. Like, I can't be the only person in like writing television, producing television, doing stand up, like acting, all that stuff where I'm just like, this is fine, guys. Like, just be who you are. Like, I, I can't be the only one. It can't be me and, yeah. and a lot of women. Because yeah. I know bi men exist because I know, like, I, I kid you not, last year was the first year I'd ever made friends with a bi guy I, up until last year i didn't know any really <laughs> well now you have two three, three now because oh, i met two last year all oh, right what a hey. good year you met two bi people yeah like, start, what a, what a, year. a facebook group that's that the, was a, that's it was a 200 percent increase in in bi male friends last year well i will give um, you a, a lovely treat that i i brought to clayton last week uh i made a special song for you guys and uh it's it's will you play it justin <laughs> this is our this is for our friday by day theme song now Bye guy, he's hooking up with gals and dudes. He don't wanna make decisions, he don't have to choose. Bye guy, he'll hit the ass, he'll hit them up. He's on Tinder, he's on Grinder, he can't get enough. Huh? Now you got your own song. You can tell your three friends about it. That's really funny. Uh, are you on Tinder or Grinder? No, I don't do apps at all, man. Smart Bye man. Guys. You're a smart man. Zero apps. I'm very much a uh, in person in type. person type person. I just like the app thing I stopped doing. I did it for like maybe a month after my 
two relationships ago ended and my last girlfriend we met in person oh no actually we wow. met because uh, <laughs> what's that like <laughs> no funny i always think we did but actually you said, Hi, what's up, your what, name because what, you didn't know their name already <laughs> no she actually funny enough it wasn't an app but it was like i was in l magazines like 40 most eligible bachelors in america and she messaged really? me, yeah. Oh, and well, that that's was... a great way to meet people. <laughs> yeah, no, I love the... two apps. I, I just love... get on those lists of most eligible bachelors. And that's, that's I love that she, out. like, you would assume you were getting like tons of people, but she's like one that actually hit you up, huh? Yeah, and it, like we dated for two years, and that was that. Um, but yeah, I, the app thing I stopped doing when people started messaging me because they knew who I was. Yeah, that's awkward. And. That was like, oh, it's time to go. I can't do this. Yeah. Like, this feels gross. Yeah, yeah, In a yeah. different way. Okay, I have one one last question for you. Uh, well, I have two. Hottest basketball player, male and female. Who do you think? Ooh, female, I'll go Candace Parker or um, the girl from Notre Dame, Skylar Diggs. Okay, um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, I think that's her name. I know Brittany um, Griner. Brittany's... She's pretty cute. Yeah. Have you seen her when she when she, like gets all dressed up like she yeah yeah um uh male oh man um that's tough only because like i don't like really there's nothing like a basketball player i'm like that guy's hot like you really? know I mean? the like, only male basketball player i can think of is dirk Nowinski, and he's not <laughs> the, very good da- looking uh, no that's Mavericks. the only one you know um, of? <laughs> well yeah i'm from texas <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not into guys, but I think Steph Curry is a beautiful man. Steph Curry's a yeah, he's a, he's an attractive guy. Yeah, I just I don't weirdly I just don't when I'm watching basketball I don't think of them as like hot guys. You separate I just see, it as like a sport. I don't even try to. It just doesn't happen. I'm wow. Ne- I just don't. I just can't think of a moment where I was like watching an NBA game <laughs> or a basketball game and I was like, oh, he's like. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe because I it's, spent so much of my life in, in it, it, right? And like also separating my teammates from my brain in that way, where like it just does. It still doesn't register. What about other sports? Like like what um, about the NFL? When um, you watch the big game on Sunday, are you soccer. like oh, yeah. soccer? Is where the good-looking guys are. I, I have a I have a controversial one for football. Really? <laughs> yeah. Say it. <laughs> Who is it? I thought Aaron Hernandez is pretty hot. Oh, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> but, uh, He's the one who got fired, right? No, he killed someone. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> No, no, I'm thinking of that other guy. Yeah, oh, Aaron Hernandez. That's the guy who died in... Oh, yeah. God. Wow, that is a controversial um, choice. Um, yeah, he, I mean, no, he was change, really good looking, It, it doesn't change his appearance. No, he's a no, murderer. <laughs> but um, he's a murderer. But you know what? Um, Ted Bundy was good looking, and he was he a murderer. He was, and he was a murderer. Yep. Ted Bundy is not Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> Zac yes, Efron is good looking. Ted Bundy is not. Oh, you mean that Ted Bundy is not Zac Efron? Well, no, but Zac that's Efron's really... playing Ted Bundy. I know. Yeah. I think that's why it's all coming out right now. But I think that Ted Bundy had a lot of disguises. He made himself look a lot different. And I think some of the disguises he used, he used real. He looked real weird. And other yeah. ones, he looked pretty attractive. So I think everyone's just kind of confused because of the new show. Um, my last question. I know we're running late. Who do you think should host the Oscars with this whole Kevin Hart thing? Um, and ooh. I know that nobody is. I think RuPaul should host the Oscars. Oh, yes. Yes. That good answer. Good answer. answer. I'm, for me, I was like, I'm out of people. I got to go with dog or robot. I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, Trayvon, thank you so much for joining us. It was thank you really wonderful me. talking to you. And I'd love to keep in touch. If you're not already following at Trayvon on Twitter, please do. It's super funny. And, uh, and we look forward to all the exciting things that you have coming up this year and more. Thank you, guys. Uh, 
Um, yes, and, uh, and and thank you, and I'm um, sure we'll talk to you again soon. Um, all right, we have more to get to. We're running out of time. We have to get to News It or Lose It. We have to announce the first, uh, the, the winner this week of the gayest news headline of the week, so we'll go over all the nominees again and announce an official winner after all this. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Well, having Trayvon Free on, and I think having Clayton on, has ignited uh, our Twitter feed. And a guy named Mario has just come out as bisexual on our Twitter page. I'm not going to give his whole name. Maybe he wants to remain anonymous, but I don't know. I think he's out and proud right now. At NTC Show, I am bi. I have never said it publicly, so there you go. I'm very happy with the same chick for years. I'm married and with kids, and she knows. So there you go. Clayton, you're just walking in. Somebody just came out as bisexual on our Twitter feed. Yes. Very exciting. Uh, and somebody also, uh, oh, okay, now people are pitching uh, how to make Disney movies gay. So right below this guy coming out, we have Phallus in Wonderland. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a good one. That is a great one. Uh, awesome. Well, we have to. We've we've run out of time, uh, but we have to do a very quick news it or lose it. Um, Trayvon Free it was such a pleasure to have him in, and I'm sure we'll see him again. Um, and uh, we'll have a, a picture of him in the in the flesh going He's up. Very on our handsome. Twin. He's very handsome. He's extremely tall, and he had a very awesome fur like faux fur coat. And on. he smells great. And he smells great. Uh, you can see all that in the picture. You can even see the good smellingness. <laughs> um, all right, news it or lose it. Here we go. No Things Considered presents News It or Lose It. We're short on time, so I'm just going to give you a couple headlines. Tell me if you want to news it or lose it. Ready? First headline. Christina Aguilera denies punching pink but claims she refused to to kiss her during Spin the Bottle. Uh, I'll lose it. I don't think I want to hear about Christina Aguilera and pink making out. I do love pink, though. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. All right, I'll give you that one. <laughs> Is uh, that gay of me? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, good, yeah. good. I love pink. The color or the singer? Both. All right, yeah. Okay. New study proves you can do this to help your parents live longer. Uh, yeah, I'd yeah, love to yeah. know. I love my parents. <laughs> I love my parents. I want them to live. All right. Headline number three: Swiss Zoo shocked by orangutan paternity test. <laughs> No, not interested. <laughs> I actually do kind of want to know who the father is. But uh, what's next for the famous Fiji water girl? Why, a lawsuit, of course. Yes, yes, I'm obsessed with her. I need to know. You are? Yes. Okay, Fiji water girl. She made national news after the Golden Globes. She photobombed huge celebrities on the red carpet, standing awkwardly in the background with a silver platter of Fiji waters. And uh, she eventually, I mean, she was like an overnight celebrity. She did tons of interviews, some of them in this very building. She then offered to host the Oscars, shockingly, that had no follow-up but now sh- the tables have turned she has had her 15 minutes of fame and now she wants more and that silver platter of fiji water is not enough she wants money she is suing the company that made her famous she's suing them for unauthorized use of her image and likeness during their 12 million dollar global marketing campaign and as it was so well put online she is biting the hand that hydrates her mm. Fiji Water has already responded and said that she is full of crap in addition to expensive water. 
I think this goes back to the thing of like when people get their 15 minutes, they just want to keep it going. I mean, we t- we saw it with this uh, this kid Ace. This kid. He's already trying to tout money. It's like you know what? You have your 15 minutes, and you're like, hold on, I should be getting paid for this. You mean I'm not I'm not getting paid just because something goes viral? How do I make money? But technically, if she's an actress, you know, she's you, and they are using her image. I mean, there is a world where she should be getting paid for this stuff extra. <laughs> no, I know, but at the time, it was just like I'm. I'm just happy to be here red carpet yay and now she's like wait a minute now i've talked to a lawyer and right. i want that 12 million dollars hindsight is 2020 20. yeah you know like she loved the free press and now she's like oh my gosh i still live in a studio apartment in burbank <laughs> yeah i need money mm-hmm. i can't even afford fiji, fiji water. water who can all right maybe you see your parents every day maybe it's a phone call over christmas and that's about it but whatever it is you should just know that according to science how much time you spend with your parents directly relates to how long they will live oh god so that's horrible when you, news <laughs> when you hear your grandma complain and say oh no one calls me anymore you might want to think twice about brushing that one off because if you pick up the phone and give her a call you could literally be adding days to her life Apparently, a study found that elderly participants that said that they had companionship, constant companionship, were more likely to live longer. So, I mean, you know, those people always talk about, I don't want to see my parents. I don't want to live with my parents. Maybe if you do live with them, you won't want their lives to be longer because you'll be fighting. But still, their lives would be longer if you were to live with them. Yeah. Would that make you move back in with your parents? Um, yeah, I love my parents. You have good relationship with them? I have a good relationship with them. Every day what I do is I'm like, I should call my parents today. And then I don't. <laughs> so well, there you go. I texted my mom last night and that felt good. See, I feel on the other side of it uh, with my with my parents. I called my mom the other day and while we were in a, the middle of a conversation, she said, okay, talk soon. <laughs> and then she hung up the phone. See, and I was like, oh, okay. I got the talk soon from my mom. My mom, whenever I call her, she just likes to list what everyone in the family's doing. She's like, well, your sister came by. She ate some <laughs> eggs. Your dad just got off work. I saw Connor, your nephew. He did good on his test. Like, it's just yeah. a list of things. Yeah, it's and just then, a recount of all the events. Yeah, and then that's it. And then you say, okay, I love you. <laughs> But if listening to those events keeps my parents alive, I'm going to listen to the yeah, events more. you got to endure because I gotta. we love them. They, they produced us. Yes. We owe them something. All right. We have to take a break. When we come back, we will go over all the gayest news headline of the week nominees, and we will announce the official winner and wrap up the show after this. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. God, that is jarring. Sometimes when you turn your headphones up too loud, that no things considered stinger is just, whoa, pierces your ear holes. Um, no, this is no things considered, in case you didn't realize that already. Yes, it is. It's Friday by day. It's Friday by day, drawing to a close. What a show we've had. It's been uh, ridden with guests and all kinds of things. We had Trayvon Free in today. We talked to Ace Davis, the little 10-year-old, proving that Tom Brady is a cheater. Uh, and so much more. Uh, we had somebody come out on our show. Mario came out. Mario on our, on our NT, at NTC Twitter. If you want to see, this guy has officially come out. We're changing the world as we speak. This man said, I'm bi. I've never said it publicly, but there you go. Very happy that with the same chick for, for years. We're married with kids, and she knows. It so. just feels good to say it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you know? There's a, especially for men who are bisexual. 
Come out. Come on out. Come on out. We need you. All right. We need to. We only have a couple minutes left. We have to go over all of the nominees throughout the week for Gayest News Headline announce the official winner. So without further ado, Justin, headline number one. Elusive river otter spotted in Berkeley Aquatic Park. Gay. Gay. Munchery for back wages, citing abrupt closure. Lesbian. <laughs> Honey Boy is where Shia LaBeouf went to sort out his demons. <laughs> I love Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Tom Brady was built to be a two-minute master. <laughs> but his balls are inflated. And finally, aching knees forces skier into retirement. All right, what do you think, Clayton? Do you have a vote? Uh, I love the one about the munchery. Yeah, munchery is always a, just a <laughs> yeah, great word. Just a place you it? go. It's like a washateria, but it's a muncheria. <laughs> <laughs> I think, wasn't there like a, a food delivery app that was called Munch, and I would see cars that had munch on it, and I was yeah. like, hmm, that reminds me. That reminds me. <laughs> yeah, gotta go home and I see gotta my go wife. Home and munch it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the official winner this week of Gayest News Headline of the Week is... What an upset. Honey Boy is where Shia LaBeouf went to sort out his demons. Yay! Yay! I don't even know if that's gay or not. I don't know any of the details. I think Honey Boy is a movie he's doing, but it's probably gay if he's in it, right? Shia LaBeouf is one of those people that you wish was just gay and you know kind of threw you down and made out with you in a weird alley i don't agree with you but <laughs> i i think there are many people who share your opinion all right well yes you know i'm unique who know, who knows maybe he will come out i feel like he's weird enough that he would just be like i like everyone and people and things yeah. and spirits okay and- so on the poll of who's coming out i think shia labeouf is coming out as You're at least shia just as something as something non straight non-straight yeah all right all right we can we can actually create a whole draft for you so you can get in the game okay i want to be we'll do it next week all right uh we have to go thank you so much for hanging out with us if you want to follow the show at ntc show on twitter if you want to follow the station please do the new channel q is all over the nation at we are channel q on twitter and on instagram please give us a follow also radio.com give us a favorite uh you can even utter to your home device hey home device Play Channel Q on Radio.com, and it'll just start right up. So uh, you can take us with us wherever you go. Please continue to listen. Spread the word. We love you, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye.